and it was only then that he saw what had tripped him. An arm. Incredulous, he stared at a hand that appeared to belong to a man, a hand that was surprisingly clean and unmarked, long fingers seemingly relaxed. His gaze tracked across a forearm that was likewise uninjured, and then— and then Case Edgerton began to scream like a little girl. You can see why I called you in. Sheriff Desmond Duncan's voice was not quite defensive. We're on the outskirts of Serenade, but it still falls into my jurisdiction. And I'm not ashamed to admit it's beyond anything the Pageant County Sheriff's Department has ever handled. He paused, then repeated, Ever. I'm not surprised. She replied somewhat absently. His training and experience told Des Duncan to shut up and let her concentrate on the scene, but his curiosity was stronger. He hadn't known what to expect when he contacted the FBI, never having done so before, so maybe any agent would have surprised him. This one definitely did. She was drop-dead gorgeous, for one thing, with a centerfold body in the face of an exotic angel, and she possessed the most vivid blue eyes Duncan had seen in his life. With all that, she appeared remarkably casual and unaware of the effect she was having on just about every man within eyesight of her. She was in faded jeans and a loose pullover sweater, and her boots were both serviceable and worn. Her long, gleaming black hair was pulled back into a low ponytail at the nape of her neck. No makeup, at least as far as he could tell. She had done everything short of taking a mud bath to downplay her looks— and Des still had to fight a tendency to stutter a bit when speaking to her. He wasn't even sure she had shown him a badge. And he was nearly sixty, for Christ's sake. Wary of asking the wrong question or asking one the wrong way, he said tentatively, I'm grateful to turn this over to more experienced hands, believe me. I naturally called the State Bureau of Investigation first, but, well, once they heard me out, they suggested I call in your office. Yours, specifically, not just the FBI. Sort of surprised me, to be honest, that they suggested right off the bat I should call you, folks. But it sounded like a good idea to me, so I did. Didn't really expect so many feds to respond, and I sure as hell didn't expect it to be so fast. I sent in the request less than five hours ago. We were in the area, she said. Near enough. Just over the mountains in North Carolina. Another case? Ongoing, but not really going anywhere, so coming over to check this out made sense. Duncan nodded, even though she wasn't looking at him. She was on one knee a couple of feet from the body, what was left of the body, her gaze fixed unwaveringly on that. He wondered what she saw, because word had it the agents of the FBI's elite special crimes unit saw a lot more than most cops even if the what and how of that was rather vaguely defined. What Duncan saw was plain enough, if incredibly bizarre, and he had to force himself to look again. The body lay sprawled beside what was, among the high school track team and some of the hardier souls in town, a popular hiking and running trail. It was a wickedly difficult path to walk at a brisk pace, let alone run, which made it an excellent training course if you knew what you were doing and potentially deadly if you didn't. 
There were numerous cases of sprains, strains, and broken bones in this area year-round, but especially after the spring rains. Still, Duncan didn't have to be an M.E. or even a doctor to know that a fall while running or walking hadn't done this. Not this. The dense undergrowth of this part of the forest had done a fair job for the killer of concealing most of the body. Duncan's deputies had been forced hours before to carefully clear away bushes and vines just to have good access to the remains. Which made it a damn good thing that this was obviously a dump site rather than a murder scene. Duncan might not have been familiar with grisly murders, but he certainly knew enough to be sure the feds would not have been happy to find their evidence disturbed. Evidence. He wondered if there was any to speak of. His own people certainly hadn't found much. Prints were being run through Aphis now, and if that avenue of identification turned up no name, Duncan supposed the next...